Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Drew Holiday of You New Orleans Pelicans, and you're listening to the Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280. Your home for home team talk. All right, welcome back, Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280, New Orleans, and said he was probably going to jump in with us for a segment. Our buddy Sean Salisbury in town for what should be a monster weekend in South Louisiana, biggest weekend in South Louisiana sports of the year. It's the biggest fan weekend, Gordy. Good to be with you here. I love this city, and Pat O'Brien's will get a visit from me at some point today. Or <laughs> I, I absolutely love it here. I'm. This this may of all the years. Do you know I've been in person? Let Let's start with the game that's going to be here on Sunday, the local one, mm-hmm. the Saints. I have since I when I was at ESPN doing television, I'd broadcast. I'd do like countdown and do features, so I'd have to go to games on Sunday. I've been to like six games or five games in NFL history as just a fan when I was growing. Most of them were before I was sixteen years old. Wow! And then I've been to one game since I since in the last thirty years in person that was as a fan. Half of a preseason game in Dallas the first time Jerry opened his new stadium. Wow. I have not been to an NFL game in person. I prefer to watch it on TV. Yeah. This is the biggest sports weekend as a fan for me outside of going to like a Red Sox. Oh, by the way, the Red Sox one. Yeah. Um, outside of going to Fenway Park for like a Yankee series. And this is bigger. We get the game in Baton Rouge on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, to, and I've played against Notre Dame, played in playoff games. I think this, a night game in Baton Rouge, which I broadcast when Eli was at Ole Miss... This, to me, will be the most electric atmosphere on Saturday of any game I've ever been to, broadcast, or played in. Yeah. And I, I, I can't, I mean, I'm so pumped up, I can't even keep, I, I can't breathe half the time. And then to go to the, the Saints and Rams game on Sunday, like I said, it's been years uh, they, since I've been, I cannot wait. Well, one, there's one thing to be in the Dome for a big game at noon. It's another thing to be in the Dome for a 3.25 afternoon game because you get those three extra hours of Bloody Marys. Absolutely. And, I mean, that the Dome is going to be rocking. And the last time Sunday. I was there was for the for when the last Super Bowl was there. Okay. And it's usually, you know, it's usually working. This Had is, a little issue with the lights that yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is, for me, two full football games. I go to a lot of college games. My kids went to A&M and, you know, haven't played at SC. I go to a lot of college games and go to SC games, but... I rarely have I gone a Saturday. I've never gone a Saturday and Sunday ever to this big atmosphere. Both of these games that really the similarity are one versus three in college and one versus two really in the NFC, the, yeah. which is the two best teams and maybe two of the three or four best teams in the NFL. Obviously, so this is my biggest sports fan bucket list weekend in football ever. Yeah, and I get to be here in New Orleans to do it in Baton Rouge. So I'm pumped up, man. Thanks well, for having me. Let's start with the NFL game real quick. Saints Rams. Um, it, it's it's two powers versus two powers in that. Saints have been number one in the league in run defense this year. They've been tremendous in shutting down the run. Even last week, Latavius Murray was breaking off a couple runs. It was like, oh, okay, are they leaking oil here? And then at the end of the day, you look at it and say, okay, they held him under 100 yards rushing again. Right. Todd Gurley has been tremendous this year. I mean, it, what is it, over 800 yards rushing? Yeah, if it's rushing. not for Mahomes, he's the MVP right now. Yeah, and and, and so that has helped Sean McVay and, and Jared Goff. And when you, when you are so balanced, it allows you to... 
uh, mix up the play calling. And then when you got three weapons like Cooper Cup, um, Robert Woods, and Brandon Cooks, it's just tremendous. What have you seen out of this Rams team so far? Well, they and you know they didn't even. Here's what I love too about them: they had one of the most epic off seasons of going in after a team that won a division, went to the playoffs. They didn't rest. And a lot of that has to do with Sean McVay's approach. Right. And they're not afraid of squat. And then you go and think what they did there with all the players they acquired. And then what do they do before the deadline ends? They go out and get Fowler for a fourth and a, and a, and a or a third. Was it a third? A fourth and a seventh. Yeah. Was it a fourth or a third? Well, I think they get third. a seventh, yeah. seventh back yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. It, yeah. it, they went fourth. out and got Fowler, who's a pass rusher, who's going to be playing against New Orleans this weekend, yeah. which is big for them. So they're, as an undefeated team, they're still saying, we're not done. I think for this game, and you know how I feel about Breeze, he completes 70% of his passes with a blindfold on. I love this game. Both teams explosive talent on the edges. Both teams can run it. I think it's going to come down, and it's the oldest cliche every defensive coordinator always tells you, we got to stop the run first, got to stop the run first. For my money, if the Saints, because I trust Drew's going to make plays against the Rams regardless, if you can make the Rams one-dimensional, which will be a task in itself, and you can win on first down, meaning it's second and eight, Third and six, I think that the I think the New Orleans Saints win this football game. I trust that offense; they will get theirs. You cannot let Gurley take over. I'll take my shots with Golf on the road, hostile environment, throwing the ball at Eli Apple, knowing that their pass rush is starting to ramp it up. I'll take my chances that Golf isn't going to in a shootout. Right. He's not beating Breeze, in my opinion. They're a really good team. They're fundamentally sound. I'll tell you another thing: we may not have two coaches at any point in time that are going to play this year with bigger stones than these two as far as play calling, <laughs> right. you know, whether it's onside kick or going for it on fourth down or going for twos in the same game with McVay and Sean Payton. And ironically, both of them you know, with the name Sean and there's a Sean watch. Like, call me down. I'll call a play. <laughs> so I, I think that my whole key to this is going to be watching closely on first down efficiency because yeah. everybody thinks third down is the most important down in football. I disagree. First down is it sets the tempo for everything. And if Gurley rushes for under 100 yards... Saints win the game. Yeah. No, I, I, and somebody brought this up this morning uh, on a national show. They said, Jared Goff, if, look, they, they've been tremendous so far this year. He's, he's in the MVP conversation. But you go look of who they've beaten this year. I mean, it's the Raiders, the Cardinals. Seahawks are down, the Niners. I mean, a lot of their wins have been against bad teams. And, and look, you They're can't the control... the Alabama of the NFL yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, you can't control who's on your schedule. Now, they do right. have a quality win over the Vikings. They they did beat uh, the Chargers, who I think are good, and then they just beat the... survived against the Packers this past week. So it's not like they haven't played anyone, but right. for the most part, they said, Jared Goff hasn't been in a hostile environment like this yet. Let's see how he responds um, you know, in a hostile environment like the Superdome, where it's going to be loud and rocking. And again, the Saints these past couple of weeks, they've gotten lucky. You know, the Ravens game, they're up seven in the two-minute offense. Flacco goes right down the field, and they score the, the what was supposed to be the game-tying touchdown, and Justin Tucker shanks the extra point. Hey, sometimes you get a little lucky. This past week, um, what, Minnesota's going in right before halftime, about to punch it in and go up 10 at halftime. Right. Uh, Thielen inexplicably fumbles at the and he 14. Won't do that very often it goes at all. back the other way, and the Saints swing the momentum again. So sometimes in this league, you just got to get lucky. And uh, look, the Saints' defense has their issues, but again, all you ask is just to make a couple plays. It was amazing this past weekend. PJ Williams was getting picked on the entire first half by Kirk Cousins. It was, where's 2 6? Yep. That's where I'm going. Whether it was Diggs, whether it was Thielen, whoever. And then the second half, what happens? Stephon Diggs cuts short on his route. 
Throws it right into the hands of P.J. Williams, a pick six the other way. Hence the reason why when we say run a 12-yard route, it doesn't mean run a 10-yard route because of <laughs> right. the timing of the quarterback. And back to that about a little lucky. Sometimes when you're lucky, it's because you've prepared yourself to be in those situations. Yeah. And in P.J.'s reading the route, understand, okay, they come after me, and not getting down about it and allow them to attack you. Well, they, the Saints got a little lucky because Tucker doesn't miss many or any when it comes to extra right. points. Well, what about the Rams this past weekend? Yeah, they go score. There's about a little under two minutes left, and you're told stay in the end zone. Put the ball. I, I like my chances with Aaron Rodgers. The ball in his hand at the end of the game. <laughs> and what do you do? Because you're pissed. You bring it out late on the ground. Rams are like, I guarantee the Rams are like. That's the greatest thing because I don't know if we'd have stopped him. So you got to have throughout the course of the season, you got to be a little lucky with injuries. You obviously have to have playmakers, but you also got to be Johnny on the spot. And good teams, Marshawn Lattimore hanging around the football, yep. PJ Williams understanding what they've been doing and not allowing it to engage your mind to the point of it's all the clutter for the Rams being able to put themselves in position to force the. Ty Montgomery to make that decision, and it was the wrong decision, especially when a coach tells you not to. So we're in a game now this week, three or four. It's never one play that settles a game. It's three or four, five or six along the way. Those are the, this type of game. You can't make those mental errors because both teams are. They will breeze Gurley, McVay, Peyton. You will pay dearly for stupid mental mistakes in this game. I can't wait. And being here, the atmosphere is already starting to kick in. One more on the Saints. What are you made of the wrinkle that Sean Payton's added this year with Taysom Hill? Love it. I mean, one of the fastest guys at the combine a couple of years ago, and they're just finding ways to get the ball in his hands and, and use his athletic ability. And I love the play they read at the goal line where. Breeze lines up a receiver, and they sent Teddy Bridgewater out there, yes, too. Line three of them all up. three quarterbacks out there. I think what it is is it takes guys like Andy Reid, McVay, Peyton to trust his football team and for you to buy in. And, see, they don't use them as gimmicks. They, you know, Some teams will use a gimmick and do it, and it's just a gimmick. We, and there's another name we use for it that you can't say on the air when you're on NFL teams. <laughs> but it is they use them actually to create chaos for your defense. And make it work. I love Taysom Hill. He's tough as hundred year old leather. Yeah. It. I, I don't want Breeze. You know, if they want to add that wrinkle with a little read option or do it, I don't want Breeze being the guy coming down the line. Right. The, the, even if he pitches it, I don't want that risk. So <laughs> it's just another. It's another version of what they do well and why they do it well. I absolutely love it because what it does also, Gordy, is when you see that last week. What do you think the Rams have prepared for this week? And it'll, I'm telling you, you run one reverse in a game. Let's just just use a reverse, a yeah. double pass. Defensive coordinators will spend hours in meeting room and on the practice field for one play to say, "Here's how we got to defend it." So it uses up your practice mentality. And right, I promise you, this will Wade Phillips saying, "Okay, if this happens, here's how we've got to respond." It uses up your practice time and it's efficient. And there's a method to the madness with these genius coordinators. All right, before we get out, get you out of here, uh, Alabama LSU. Again, to me, everybody's been all high on Tua, and rightfully so. The numbers speak for themselves. He's been tremendous. He's the Heisman front runner, runner as it is. But again, when you dive a little deeper into the numbers and you see the RPI of the teams they've beaten, it's been a lot of high school teams they've beaten up on, to be honest with you. Um, his receivers have been wide open running down the field. What difference does it make having a greedy Williams who's going to be a top 10 pick in the draft? Christian Fulton, who was a five-star athlete. Grant Delpit, who's been a tremendous star for LSU this year. What difference does it make having those guys on the back end to defend the Well, receivers? they're Sunday players playing against Sunday players. It's not a Sunday player playing against a guy whose career's done after Saturday ends. That's nothing <laughs> right. wrong with that, but that's just the way it is. And with Tua, who I love, it's the first time in Nick Saban's career ever 
I'm talking about ever as a college coach at any level, anywhere, that he's ever had where the quarterback's the best player on his team. Yeah. Normally, it's everybody else is good, and we'll, hey, that guy, plug a dude in, and we'll go win. This time, they got a bunch of first-round picks, but they got the best, right now, the best player in America, the way he's playing Tua. But, and I couldn't agree more, is the most adversity to his face, and it was adversity, but he made a great throw, is the second half of last year's game in the national title. Right. But he came off the bench with no, it's like, dude, you go go do it. Uh, he could just let it, he didn't even have to think. He just let, cut it loose. This year hasn't faced it. He doesn't even play in the fourth quarter. Right. He hasn't seen what it's like with seven minutes to go and his score's tied. Mm-hmm. So how will he respond? Now, I think I know what kind of player is, and, and I, this guy is a special cat, but you still haven't faced it this year. So what happens if he throws a pick in the first quarter? Now how do you come back? Because usually it's like, dude, we're up 24 to nothing by the time you blink. (laughs) So I personally think that they've got to withstand the early game onslaught, meaning LSU. You can't get down 17 to nothing. This is the toughest atmosphere tool we'll play in uh, between now and the national title game if they get there or when he plays in it. This is as big an atmosphere as there is the entire season that he's going to see. Fans, LSU, Baton Rouge night game. If you win the coin toss, you're LSU. Do you take the ball and take it out of his hands immediately? Uh, probably, because I don't. I'd rather. I'd rather have us punt after using up five minutes. Right. Us meaning LSU. I say us like I'm on scholarship, but uh, <laughs> LSU and and not let them go down in the first four minutes. Hit a big play and it's seven to nothing, and you haven't blinked yet. So yes, I would take the ball and let Joe Burrow plays his best when there's stress. Yeah. He he just does. He handles it well. So this is great. Stop the early game onslaught so the crowd stays in it. And make if you're hanging around in the third quarter, fourth quarter, it's it, Alabama is going to be tested, and I do believe Alabama is going to be tested. This is going to be a monster game. Here's one more, and you got Sunday players on LSU, which Alabama hasn't one faced more much stat this year. for you. Alabama typically by this point in the season, eight games into the year, is typically number one far and away in every defensive category in the in the SEC. They are fourth right now against the run. They're fourth in total defense. Mississippi State is a tougher front seven that LSU just saw yes. two weeks ago than Alabama's. And it's crazy to say, but it is. And so when you talk about the years past when Fournette and Geis faced loaded boxes and couldn't run the ball, I bet you Brosette and, and Edward Zeller have some have some effective runs. I, could, I, I couldn't agree more. And if you're Ed Orgeron and Steve Ensminger, you want to shorten the game. You want to limit to us because that one big play that they hit and they break your back. I think this is, I'm telling you, if there's six minutes to go in the game and they're within a touchdown, don't be surprised if LSU pulls this or off. Or at least eat up clock in the first half until Devin White can get back. That, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, but you know what? they got enough Sunday players that they'll overcome yeah. that in the first half. He is Sean Salisbury in town for the biggest weekend in Southern Louisiana sports. Sean, appreciate the time. Gordy, man. great, man. I appreciate you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.